Hey friends, welcome to Tuesday, uh, and it's enough for today. Let's see, today is 2-22-22. I don't know how to feel about that, but um, it seems like we should do something. We should we should have fireworks or have a party or, I don't know, Krispy Kreme donuts or something. 2-22-22. Um, anyway, welcome to Tuesday. Thanks for taking a few minutes with me. We're in Psalm 36. And yesterday we read verse nine and thought about the connection to Jesus. For with thee is, a, I'm sorry, verse eight, they shall be abundantly satisfied with the fatness of thy house. Thou shalt make them drink of the river of thy pleasures. For with thee is the fountain of life and in thy light shall we see light. So we left off with, with thee is the fountain of life and the connection of that water, that living water, that river of pleasure that fountain of life. Are you seeing, a few days ago, we talked about all the abundance of this passage. Verses five to nine is just massive, off, it's mind-blowing, it's beyond our comprehension, abundance. In contrast to the scarcity of sin and the the the, the paucity of sin, the, the destruction and the self, the emaciating uh, effect, the deathly effect of sin, verses one through four, and the abundant living effect of God and grace and mercy and loving kindness of verses 5 through 10. Now, here's my challenge to you today. And and we see in verse 9, For with thee is the fountain of life, and in thy light shall we see light. In thy light shall we see light. Okay, so, I mean, practically speaking, you, you you choose light, you choose Jesus, Jesus, the light of the world, okay? Again, we, we, we talk about how Jesus in his earthly life reached back to Old Testament pictures and said, I am, like, I am that, I'm that light, I'm that life, I'm that bread, I'm that um, word, I am that um, living water, so all of that, it's not just Jesus grabbing first century metaphors. It's Jesus reaching into the Old Testament and saying that God of the Old Testament is me and I am him and I am here to give you life and to accomplish the work of redemption. So when you step into the light of Christ, you shall see light. He gives you a new set of eyes. He gives you a new worldview. He gives you new ways to go at life, to go at identity, to go at pleasure, to go at happiness and to find joy. Everything is turned on its head. Sin, Everything sin was destroying, God redeems and God brings back to life and puts back into the light. Now, here's my simple challenge for you today. And I am trying to be brief this week. Many of you know I'm, I'm on break with Dana and taking some vacation time and resting and restoring and so recording ahead and I'm trying to be brief with your time and and uh, and be able to get all, all of this done for you so that you can enjoy this while I'm gone. But here's what I want to challenge you with today. David in verses 1 through 4 meditates momentarily on the destructiveness of sin, the death grip of sin. And then he looks up and he gets his eyes on the mercy and the love of God. So verses 5 through 9, uh, and even verse 10 a little bit, but 5 through 9, he is plumbing the depths, the vastness, the infiniteness of God's goodness. 
And then he says in verse 9, in the light shall we see light. Okay, so will you be will you step into the light today? And will you see the light today? Like you can look around and see the darkness and the deathness of sin. It's everywhere. You don't you don't have to work to see it. But you do have to s- step into the light to see light, okay? And there's light to be seen. Uh, There's rivers of pleasure to drink from. There's a fountain of life to participate in. If you're a Christian, if you're a follower of Jesus, you're living in the new mercy of God today. You are experiencing this very moment, the faithfulness. I'm I'm back at verse 5. Faithfulness of God today. You have been clothed in the righteousness of God. The righteousness that's great, as great as the mountains. You've been wrapped in that righteousness and clothed in the righteousness of Jesus. You have been promised the justice or the judgment that the judge of the universe is on your side. He's your advocate. He's your father. You've been promised his preservation. End of verse 6. You're living under his precious, valuable, his excellent loving kindness. Again, that same word is mercy. You are able to, again today, put your trust under the shadow of his wings, his protective covering, but also his mercy seat, cherubim wings. You have to go back to last week to catch that. You live under his mercy, and you can enjoy abundant satisfaction today. So you say, Pastor Kerry, you don't know what I'm dealing with or what's going on in my life or the levels of anxiety. I know this, that if that's your view You've joined, you're living on the dark side. You're living in verses 1 through 4. But in Jesus, you can step into the light, and you'll see the light. You get into the light, you're going to see the light. Okay, You stay in the darkness, you're going to see nothing but the darkness. You live and dwell and think on and meditate. Philippians 4, 8, think on these things. You choose to dwell on darkness, you're going you're to see darkness. You choose to live in the light today, you're going to see the light. And there's plenty of both. But there's plenty of abundant satisfaction. And there's plenty of pleasure to drink in from the fountain of life that is Jesus. It just means get in the light. Get into the light today. Dwell in the light. Think on the light. Thank God for the light. And let him, uh, let him, let him lighten you today. Let him lift the burden, lift your eyes, lighten your outlook And uh, you get into the light, and you will see light. And there's a lot of light to be seen. And there's a lot of light to share. Hey, thanks for joining me. Happy Tuesday. Have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow.